friends, welcome to the Bible Project Daily Podcast. And we're together working through, well, God willing, the whole Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And we're in Genesis chapter 20, verses 1 and 2, which is episode 157 of our series, season 2, working through the whole book of Genesis to begin with. And if you want, you can go right back to the start and play catch up over the next few months. Or if you'd really find it helpful, if you're new to this sort of Bible study thing, then why not go right back to the beginning of season one and you'll find a short 66 podcasts giving a each giving roughly a six minute overview of each and every one of the books of our Bible. A great introduction before you step out in this amazing long term journey together. Anyway, today we're in this Genesis chapter 20, which we began yesterday with a bit of an introduction. And I'll just remind us of the opening two verses of Genesis chapter 1 and 2. But I've called today's study Breaking Harmful Patterns because we're going to look at this repeated sin of Abraham. So verses 1 and 2, I'll just remind you, say this. Now Abraham moved on from there into the region of the Negev and lived between Kadesh and Shur. For a while he stayed in Gerar, and there Abraham said of his wife Sarah, She is my sister. Then Abimelech, king of Gehar, sent for Sarah, and he took her. So, as I said last time, we have seen Abraham make the same mistake as he made eight chapters ago. Now, I'd like to pause just to discuss this a little bit more, because it seems a little bit of a conflict for us, doesn't it, when we know and we hear about Abraham being recognised as one, one of the great men of faith in the Bible. And Abraham definitely is recognised in that way. The Bible makes it very clear in many places. In fact, even in the New Testament, he's described as an outstanding character and the one of the outstanding characters of faith from the Old Testament. He is actually given a place of particular prominence in the great, what is often called the chapter that's called the roll call of faith that you'll find in Hebrews chapter 9. The fact that he left his family and his hometown in his original call by God and goes out into the unknown is a testament to his faith. And he did that because he believed in God and the call that God had put upon his life. And that, of course, that in itself is a great illustration of faith, isn't it? Because he didn't really have any idea of where he was going to at that point or what faced him. And that's why in chapter 12, he makes this mistake. But yet he still reaches a point in chapter 15 where it says, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him as righteousness. So he's been through all that and he's come to a place of faith. And Abraham generally was a man who, in the normal course of events, tried to practice what he believed. And his practice was to believe God. Let's be clear, he had moments where he slipped, but overall, he was a man of faith and a man of prayer. He'd just been through the whole Sodom and Gomorrah thing. That narrative leaves us with probably the greatest illustration of how to wrestle in prayer with God found throughout the whole Bible. It is a pattern for teaching us how to intercede with God into worldly situations. On that occasion, he interceded with God initially to get God to delay destroying Sodom, and then also to save 10 faithful people who lived within that city. So Abraham was a man of faith, a great prayer warrior, a godly man, a great man of faith. 
Remember all the obstacles he had up to this point and all that he will have to face. And all of those things are seen to develop his faith. In fact, you could say that one of the key messages within the life of Abraham contained within this Genesis story of his life is how obstacles and challenges, how those things actually help develop his faith. So when we see Abraham here in chapter 20 lying again, this is an incredibly disappointing turn of events. Abraham was a man of faith, he had power and he prayed regularly, but yet he still manages to commit the same sin as he had previously committed. And that's really disappointing, isn't it? But you know what? It's also incredibly insightful. It's incredibly useful to know. The first time that he did this and lied about his wife, Sarah, he tried to do it in secret, but Pharaoh discovered it and Pharaoh openly rebuked him for it. Now, you will see in this passage that he does it again. But here we go. News flash, spoiler alert, a believer commits sins. Well, even patriarchs, great men of faith in the Old Testament, are seen to commit sin. But I want to explore this a bit because... The fact that he, having been reached this point where he's been declared righteous, he still makes a mistake and repeats a sin that he's done in the past really bothers some people. The fact that he repeatedly sins is actually a puzzle to some people. One commentator I read said this, and I quote, In many respects, Genesis 20 is one of the most difficult chapters in the Bible to to understand the narrative is simple enough, of course. But how could Abraham and Sarah at this time repeat the very same sin they committed years before? It might be understandable but in the days when their faith had not been fully tested or he hadn't seen God's faithfulness fully confirmed that they should have fallen into such a trap over and over again seems absurd. Yes, it's true. He had reached this point where he had wonderful answers to prayers and many miraculous truths that God cared for him and that God protected him. And he, he has been seen to grow in his faith. But you know what? The repetition of sins, the repeated falling in of sins, it shouldn't really surprise us. If we step back as Christian believers and understand the whole biblical doctrine, the whole position of the depravity of humankind, of who we are and on what basis we stand before a holy God, if we appreciate that, then we will understand that we are all capable of not only committing a sin, but repeating a sin over and over again. We all know that. And you know why we've all known that? I suspect we all know that's true because we've all done that at some point in our life, right? And that's exactly what Abraham does here. And what he does will produce some very serious problems for him again. And we shall look at how, well, how this unravels for him and his family in the next episode. Anyway, that's it for today. Thanks for joining me. And I'll see you back here again very soon on the Daily Bible Project Podcast. Bye-bye for now.